the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality persist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Well, welcome, family and friends, to Cornerstone Radio. This is Blaine Nurse. Um, We do not have Pastor John with us tonight. We're going to miss him. Uh, We'll try and fill in his shoes with the word, but you know... Um, as always, we're very blessed, very blessed, very excited to be here. You know, the purpose of this ministry is really, it is, to break the, the cycle of homelessness. And, and Pastor Ed, you know, praise God, we've seen many people get off the streets. We've seen them get in homes. We've seen them get in trailers. Um, it's such a blessing to actually see not only those that we've been, uh, that God's given us to minister, um, to, to give them a drink of water, to give them food, um, shelter, uh, some of the blankets that are going out and the coats and the jackets. Um, it is all done by our sponsors and those that are just serving God with all their hearts. So we are blessed. We're blessed to be here today. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. And we are going to keep traveling in the book of John, you guys. Um, uh, as we lead, as we go through December and we head towards the birth of our Savior, um, we're going to be studying in the book of John, chapter 15, 16, and 17, and uh, we hope to be winding down even in the, the book of uh, chapter 14 in the book of John. So um, let's get started. Um, it's, it's exciting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't have John the leader here, but um, it's, it's going to be fun, folks. Um, I do want to start uh, in a section of the Bible that uh, Pastor John was going to be reading. I'm going to just touch bases a little bit on John chapter 15. I'm going to be reading verse 9 and 10. And uh, and then I'm going to go into uh, what, what the Lord put on my heart. And then Pastor Ed's going to cover some bases in 15 also. So let's get started. Um, again, chapter 15, I'm going to be reading uh, verses 9 and 10. It says, as the Father loved me. I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. So I I, I think this is perfect, Pastor Ed. I mean, Mm -hmm. this is, as we go into Christmas, the birth of Jesus, Jesus is saying, hey, you guys, abide in my love. I mean, everything that Jesus did on planet Earth, it was to glorify the Father and I think this is the message, family and friends, that we we need to get out there. I mean, of course, the Word of God is living and powerful, and we just we just just got to say, "Here I am, God, use me." And let's let's get out there and love a little bit more. We've got great opportunity um, over the next couple of weeks, and especially as we celebrate His birth, is that 
God so loved this world. I mean, he sent his only begotten son that we're going to celebrate that birth. That is love, love, love. And I think later on it talks about that there is no greater love than for one to lay down his life for his friends. So right. um, lots to share, you guys. And again, we want to encourage you as we are being encouraged. Um, we had a, another good week last week, just being out there with the homeless and um, really just loving them up. So praise God. Um, you know, Ed, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go into a couple of the scriptures that, that I wanted to read out of verse chapter 16. And it's going to be um, 13 through 16. So here we go, you guys. Another, Some more verses. This, I got to tell you, this is one of, and I say this all the time, and the people that I get to minister to or read and study together, I'm always telling them, I'm going to ask them to be on the show. (laughs) I'm always telling them this is one of my favorite areas of Scripture. So those of you out there, those are brothers and sisters that are the studiers of the Word. This is kind of a fun chapter for me. Um, In this chapter, it speaks of our Holy Spirit. But it keeps saying he. So I'm going to read this. But while you're listening to to God's word, I want you to underline the he's. Um, That's what I do. And so I'm reading out of the New King James. Yours is going to be a little different. Um, But this is fun. Um, Let me me see where I'm at here. There we are. Um, I'm going to start at verse 13. So remember, underline the he's. And I'll kind of pronounce them as we go. However... When he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, Jesus speaking, we're in words of red, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine, therefore I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. And then he, he talks about, for a little while I won't be with you, um, but you'll see me again. Um, this is fun. This, this is the fun chapter. Um, if, again, if you're out there and you're in chapter 16 and you're reading along with us, um, my, my Bible, yours is going to be different. I, I yeah. forget what you're reading out of. New Living Translation. You're in the New Living. So there's 10 times that I counted he. And what we want to understand is God is speaking to us. Jesus is letting us know who the Holy Spirit is. He's the spirit of truth. He's, he's going to guide us in truth. He's going to speak on our behalf. Um, that Holy Spirit is part of the Trinity. That is the same Holy Spirit that hovered over the waters during creation. And that is the Holy Spirit that fills us and indwells us when we accept Jesus Christ into our life. He sends his spirit that is the spirit that teaches us, that guides us. We just, that is so personal to me, Pastor Ed. That is so personal. It means so much to my heart. And it, as John and I, and you were talking last week, you know, Jesus didn't leave us as orphans. No. He sent this Holy Spirit and praise God for that Holy Spirit and for his power. So um, I, I couldn't wait to go over that. I'm going <laughs> to send it over to you so that I'm not talking so much. Um, for you to cover some some bases, I believe in chapter seventeen. Yeah, well, I'm gonna I want to finish up right. fifteen. The the verses here uh, kind of lead into seventeen. Uh, I'm gonna be reading uh, verses sixteen and seventeen. It says, "You didn't choose me; I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit, so that the Father will give you whatever you ask using my name." 
this is my command, love each other. Mm-hmm. I, I like uh, this. Uh, uh, I pointed you to go and produce lasting fruit. It kind of goes back to Matthew in, the, in the, our calling of uh, go and make disciples. And if you go and make disciples, you're producing fruit. Mm-hmm. And so they, they tie together real well there. Uh, it's interesting here. He says, I, uh, I didn't, or you didn't choose me. I chose you. But when we get over into 17, we find a little different story of who chose who. And if you go over to 17, I'm going to be starting at, uh, at verse 9. And, I, and this, is, uh, this is interesting because in 17, uh, I've, I've always thought that it was about the disciples or the apostles. But as I begin to read this, I think he's talking about not just them. If you remember that uh, Jesus had his 12 disciples, mm-hmm. he had the 70 he sent out to uh, to the villages to heal and to cast out demons. And then we find in the other upper room, he's got 100, there's 120. Wow. So you see this crowd growing as he goes. So mm-hmm. I kind of believe he's speaking to all of those that followed Jesus, that served Jesus, not just followed him, but served him. And he says here, starting at nine, he says, my prayer is not for the world, but for those you gave me, because they belong to you. Now, just kind of understand what what he's going to do here, because it gets a little confusing. But the way this works is God the Father called these people, and he called them to serve Jesus. So when Jesus starts talking about the Father, these belong to the Father, but he gave them to me, Mm. uh, that's what he's talking about. God called, God the Father called these people to serve Jesus or to serve with him. Um, So as we go on down now to the next verse uh, 10, it says, All who are mine belong to you, and you have given them to me, so they bring me glory. Now remember earlier, Jesus brought glory to the Father. Now we're talking about those that were called to serve Jesus, bringing glory to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And uh, and as we get to the end of this uh, chapter 17, we find out that we are called to bring glory to Jesus as well. Because the last part of this book is about prayer for us. The, the first five verses are about uh, prayer for Jesus. He prays for himself. Then verses uh, 6 through uh, 18, I think it was, he uh, he prays for those that have been called to help him, to work with him. And uh, I, I'm careful to say how that is because Jesus said he didn't come to be served but to serve. Mm-hmm. And he calls fellow servants to work with Jesus in this. And uh, as we go on then on uh, verse 11, I am now departing from this world. They are staying in this world but I'm coming to you. Holy Father, you have given me your name. Now protect them by the power of your name so that they will be united just as we are. Now this, the name that he calls here, uh, he doesn't actually use a name, but here's in the Philippians, here's the name he's talking about. Philippians chapter 2 verse 9 says, Therefore God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all names. Mm-hmm. 
that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under earth, and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of, the, of the, God the Father. So when he says, you gave me my name, we're talking about the name Jesus mm-hmm. here, and it is powerful. Uh, Jesus is, is a, a very powerful word. Anytime things start happening around you, you call on the name of Jesus. And you'd be surprised how with the peace that will come over you, just calling upon his name. So it is a powerful name. But we find here that it's the Father that called, that named him Jesus, which if you go back through the scriptures, you see that's true. Now, in verse 12, it says, uh, During my time here, I protected them by the power of the name you gave me. I guarded them so that not one was lost except mm-hmm. the one headed for destruction, as the Scripture foretold. And, of course, that one was Judas. Mm. Um, and uh, so <clears throat> so here he, he's been talking about uh, who, who, who it is he's talking to, those that have been called by the Father that have yeah. served Jesus. And like I say, the number just keeps going up. And uh, those are the only ones we know. Of course, there's a lot of women, too, that yeah. served him. You know, you, the name Mary Magdalene always comes up. Mm-hmm. And there were a number of followers uh, of Jesus as his time in ministry here. So it's kind of like he's praying for all of those who follow Jesus, mm-hmm. followed him and served him. Okay. Uh, and, that, and that's us. <laughs> you know, that's us. <laughs> Let's keep going and going. You know, in the last part of this book, it does. The prayers are for us. Oh, good. And, good. and it's interesting. Uh, I'm, well, I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah, but, I'm sorry about but, that. But uh, yeah, but it's it's he prays for future generations, yeah. and that's what's amazing about this. He knows who's yeah. going to be called. But just to finish up here on verse uh, at verse 15, it says, "I'm not asking you to take them out of the world, but to keep them safe from the evil one." So these the disciples, you know, they were all uh, uh, crucified or, or executed with the exception of John. Yeah. And all the rest had died. So, um, but he, they were protected mm-hmm. as long as they were ministering. And, and it goes back to his prayer of, I've completed everything you want me to do, so now I'm going home. It's kind of the same with the disciples here. When they complete what God had laid out for them to do, then he took them home. Amen. And uh, just to finish up here, uh, it says, make, it, make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word, which is truth. Just as you sent me into the world, I am sending them into the world. And I give myself as a holy sacrifice for them so they can be made holy by your truth. Mm-hmm. So he's making himself this holy sacrifice, and and again, it goes back to this cross. Yes, that brings glory through God's eyes, but it brings humiliation from by the world. And yet here he is telling them uh, that he's going to give himself as a holy sacrifice for mm. his disciples. Now that's a love you can't. Can't argue about. <laughs> you, can't. you know, he does mention here too that uh, on friends, you um, if you're a servant, you don't tell everything. But if you're a friend, he tells you everything. And so he has uh, confided in them and told them all there is. So, mm. uh, so when he starts talking about he's going to take care of them, then 
this is what he's talking about. He made a sacrifice for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, wow, yeah, no, it's it's. I I love the Book of John. I think we all do. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, we love the whole Bible. We, we joke about it, you guys, and um, very very thankful that we get we have this word right in front of us. But there's just something about John the Beloved and uh, his writings, and it really is. It's about love, and and you nailed it, Ed. If if, if we can encourage. If we can encourage our audience, and as I say, I, we always include ourselves, and if we can include ourselves, uh, you mentioned um, that we are all called, and yes. and we're called to be servants. And, you know, Jesus Jesus was obedient to the Father. He, he was the servant of all servants. And so as we are blessed to be part of this ministry, we're all called to something. And, and so, you know, and again, I, I really love encouraging the audience and, and, of course, those that are part of my life um, to where whatever you are called to do. I want I, I just if you're listening to these words, just take a moment, um, be still before God and ask him, Lord, what will you have me do? Whether that's today, whether it's tomorrow, or whether it's Christmas Day, allow the Holy Spirit, allow him to speak to you and to show you things that, that you can just say, okay, Lord, here I am. He doesn't ask us to do anything too difficult. He's just no. he's a wonderful God. And, and he says he's not going to leave us. And we just spoke about the Holy Spirit, how he's going to do these things. Um, I think for us, it's just a matter of saying, you know what, here I am, Lord, use me. And uh, we have that promise. And yeah. man, oh, man, oh, man, we, we trust in that promise every yeah. single day of our lives. Yeah. You know, uh, some of the things I run into, which this uh, this chapter covers, is you go talk to somebody and they want to, you try to get them to come to Christ. And they say, no, because God might call me to be a missionary in <laughs> Timbuktu. And... Uh, and, of course, the first response is, no, he's not going to do that. But the second response should be, now after reading this, is, does it make any difference? Right. He's going to protect you wherever you're at. He sure is. And so we need to stop fearing being called. Because uh, if it's something we don't, maybe not really want to do, we know that God's with us, and he's going to protect us and take us through it. Because we're obedient to his call, obedient to his command, and boy, that means everything to Christ. When you're yeah. obedient, you're demonstrating your love for Christ. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we have to look at is I'm serving, I'm obedient to God, I'm demonstrating my love for him. And, of course, we love him because he first loved us. Amen. But, so we're just returning it to him. Well, it's you know I love sitting at this table. Um, of course, we spend a lot of time uh, in the Word and discussing things, um, and in the ministry while we're at the park, we get right. to share with those around us. So we get to love them up, and we get to spend time together. But I do love building on on some of the points you make, um, Pastor Ed, because right now, I mean, you mentioned fearing. Um, right now, there's a lot of fear going on. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of fear in our world right now, and um, let's let's take it to the cross, folks, me included. Let's take this fear, the fear that's going around our world, the fear of sharing with the neighbor, the fear of whatever that fear is, let's lay it down at the cross. 
Um, and, and again, I say I'm right there with you. You know, this message is speaking to me. And, and, and you know all these years of ministry, Ed, you, <laughs> yeah. you put together a study, man. It's like God speaking to you. And, and we hope that he's speaking to those that are listening because his word does not return null and void. But as we spend time in here, yes, we're called. Yes, we want to be servants. I mean, he, God loved us so much. I mean, he's so worthy of our praises. He's so worthy of us serving. And um, let's, let's stay in an attitude of prayer of uh, not only for our loved ones over this season, um, and, and think about your neighbor. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of death this year, Ed. Um, you know, a, a, a brother of mine, yeah. um, a very close friend, um, others. There's been there's been a lot of trials um, in my life and yours. And, and Jesus said we'd have those trials. Right. But he said, um, but you know what? He's overcome the world. And so I think the holidays are not easy. The holidays are not easy for folks. Um, they remember their great memories. They remember their loved ones, and we've all lost some loved ones. Mm-hmm. So, again, I, I'm, I'm a little off track here, but I want to um, encourage our audience to let's just stay in an attitude of prayer that, that God will meet right. those around us, that he'll bring them comfort, and um, he'll bring some peace. Um, and there is a lot of fear out there. So yeah. um, go ahead. We, we had uh, in, in this fear thing, it's also a testimony of your faith in God. Working out there on the streets, we run into a lot of things. We've had knife fights take place in front of us, and uh, and uh, we've been attacked by demonic yeah. <laughs> uh, beings as well. And and uh, But the thing is, I, and I know with John and I, and I, I don't know if you were out there when we went through some of that or not, but yeah. there was no fear. I mean, right. we, we were at the park, and the drug dealers were all there, and we went over and, and talked to them. We went over and prayed for them. And uh, there were people that everybody else stayed away from. They were dangerous people. Right. But, you know, God called us to go to go minister to these people and mm-hmm. to pray for them. And if he's going to do that, he's going to remove the fear. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I completely agree. And you know what? This next scripture um, there's a lot to be said about uh, Jesus praying for us. There's a lot to be said about being connected to Jesus, him being the vine. We are the branches, and there's a lot to be said about that power of that Holy Spirit and what he does for us. And I really like how today's scripture could could wind us down, and then we'll let you share some. But listen to this, folks. I wanted to share uh, something that um, that's also in the book of John, chapter 16, uh, verse 22 through 24. And there's a there's a very large point here. It says, therefore, you now have sorrow, but I will see you again and your heart will rejoice and your joy. No one will take from you. You know, I'm going to stop there. Um, There's so many folks in our lives and there's so many hard things that happen in our lives. Um, One of the things that I like to say, and this is from my heart, is I don't want someone else or something to take away my joy. Um, we have some tough things, man, and, and we don't have enough time to talk about them on this radio show. But um, where he says that your hearts will rejoice and your joy no one will take from you. Um, we need that joy. And our joy isn't in our circumstances, as you and I know, and our audience. Um, and that's why we, we encourage our audience to just be bathed, just be saturated in God's word. It's his words. It's his love letter. It's, it's everything. And that's what we need. Yeah. 
in uh, chapter uh, in, ch- in chapter 15 he mentions that by being obedient to God's commands it brings joy mm-hmm. between his love for us and obedience it brings joy to us and uh, so you want to know how to get joy be obedient to God Amen. love him and be obedient and you know this last scripture um, I'm going to jump through 23 and just move on down to 24 and just say uh, John 16 uh, chapter 16 verse 24 until now you have asked nothing in my name ask and you will receive that your joy may be full Um, you know we know our God's not a genie and um, we ask and we ask and many of us fast and we pray and we're begging we're, we're looking for God's mercy and grace and as we're asking, he does say to ask. He does say to ask, seek, and knock. Um, but we know that God of ours, creator of the universe, who uh, the lover of our souls, um, is not a genie. Um, but he listens. He knows all the little details. And when we see those little prayers answered, it just melts us. Um, but it mm-hmm. seems like through it all, he's changing us through right. those prayers. Right. <laughs> he changes right. our focus. So it's been awesome. Uh, it's it's pretty amazing there, uh, Pastor Ed, that as we're going through chapter 15, 16, and 17, audience, family, and friends, we hope it's blessing your socks off. Was there anything you wanted to end this study with, Ed, any? No, it just, uh, I, 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 I just want to repeat. Sometimes we don't understand the sequence. Com, uh, obey the, God loves you. Obey the commands mm-hmm. and receive the joy, yeah. in spite of your circumstances, like you had said. And, and you so. know what? Um, it, we are called. We we are all called to something. And I got to tell you right now, the those that sponsor this ministry, they're called to sponsor us, mm-hmm. and that's why we always get their names out. Um, we don't name the servants. We haven't named. I don't think too many of the folks that come out every Saturday loading bags with food, making sure the clothes are on the table so those that are coming can find the size they need, whether they need something warm. But I got to tell you, those servants that are backing us up is our audience that's praying. Please keep praying. I mean, pray for fruitfulness. The harvest is ripe. And so definitely keep praying, folks. Um, But we always want to just, we do end this show to give a lot of thanks. If it weren't for Steve over at uh, Elkhorn Wesleyan, Pastor Steve, we wouldn't be here. I mean, we're a team. And and then also we've got Jeremy at Skyline. I believe Tim, they've hooked up with us. They're really wanting to help. And um, it's all all for God's glory. And then there's those over at Goodwill. They're, They're providing clothes for us every single week. And then there's always Javier over at uh, Sombreros and his family. Thank you so much. You have no idea how blessing, how much blessing you're putting out there for these homeless. We love you. We praise you. You guys hang in there. Stay in the word. Have a good night. Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on KPraise. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.